This podcast has been produced by Spirit FM, your proper local radio station that's been serving the West Sussex community for 24 years and now, more than ever, community matters. Welcome to Spirit FM's Positive Cast, a podcast celebrating the heartwarming and remarkable stories coming out of West Sussex during these difficult days. So whatever you are up to today, we have the stories of people going above and beyond to help us remember that even in the toughest of times, there really is a positive perspective from our community to keep you going. Coming up on today's podcast, the story of one woman's courageous battle with COVID-19 and a message to those who helped her through it. I just feel so humble that the staff there at St Richard's have literally saved my life. We'll be hearing about some of the more amusing activities lockdown has led us to. It started off as a bet, as a dare. A flippant remark saying I'll cut my hair and um, give myself a mohican and dye it pink. How one man has made it his mission for us not to forget the imminent VE 75 anniversary. There were some other heroes in our life and those heroes are guys and women that have given us a good 75 years of freedom in Europe. And finally, which West Sussex celebrity is attempting a rather unique charity endeavour? So I've decided to try to put on 26 items of clothing in 2.6 minutes. Now to start... One Bognorigis woman sadly experienced firsthand the true horror of what we all are so desperate to avoid, catching coronavirus. This is Kirsty Ward's story. I was feeling absolutely fine one day and the next day woke up in the morning, felt a little bit like I couldn't breathe and over the course of that day my breathing just got worse and worse to the point where I literally couldn't breathe and my partner Daryl phoned 111 for some advice and they sent an ambulance. The ambulance crew assessed me and decided that I needed to go to A&E and when I got there they obviously swabbed me as they were doing everyone that went in with any sort of symptom and unfortunately it came back positive over the course of the next couple of days my oxygen levels just fell lower and lower and lower and the oxygen that they were giving me just wasn't enough so they made the decision to put me onto a ventilator which is a induced coma which was very scary when the nurses said handed me a phone and said you know you need to speak to your husband and tell him you'll see him in a couple of days unfortunately I was under for 10 days and then obviously when I came round it was a real tough recovery. I've sort of lost sensation in my hands and in my feet. I still can't walk. I'm still having physio and I'm having to walk with a frame and every day getting a little bit stronger and doing a few more exercises. We've seen the video of you um, being discharged from uh, St Richard's and having the the guard of honour from the nurses there and and just in terms of that particular moment, how how big was that for you and for for those who, who know you well? It was totally overwhelming. The nurse said, oh, I think some of the nurses are going to come out to say goodbye and when I walked around the corridor and saw all those people standing there I literally couldn't believe it and because I've been on a ventilator my throat is still quite hoarse and I was trying to say thank you thank you but my voice is just completely gone just feel so humble that the staff there at St Richard's have literally saved my life the fact that they did that and then when I was released that they came out to to celebrate that moment with me was just totally overwhelming for me and for my family truly humbling 
Kirsty Ward there on the path to a full recovery with thanks to the staff at St Richard's Hospital. Now for a rather unique activity to embrace when in lockdown. Our Crouchy caught up with Paul Cheeseman. It started off as a bet, as a dare. It's a flippant remark saying I'll cut my hair and um, give myself a mohican and dye it pink. Right. And then a few people said to me, if you do it, we'll sponsor you. So I thought, <laughs> damn it, that's what I'm going to do. So I did. OK, so how did it work out then in the end? I put it all live on Facebook as I did it. Yeah. Because I did it all myself as well. It's worked out really, really well. I'm quite shocked. I only expected to raise a couple of hundred pounds and at this moment in time I have £1,150 with more money still to come in. That's brilliant. So have all your, all your sort of friends and family all rallied around and just to anybody, I suppose, who just saw you yeah, on Facebook? Yeah, so quite a few people who I don't know at all have put money into the pot. And obviously friends and family and locals from the pub where I drink and all that sort of thing. So it's, been, it's gone really well, I thought. <laughs> that is the power of social media, isn't it? Fantastic. And it how, is. how do you feel with Mohican then? It's interesting walking down the road and walking into shops, I get some very funny looks. <laughs> I bet you do. So is it, is it something you might keep, do you think? <laughs> yeah, quite possibly. But probably not pink. With a ready pink at the moment. Uh, yeah. Probably not that colour. <laughs> I imagine you're certainly causing a stir when you do go out. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit. It's quite amusing, though. It's a brilliant thing that you've done. So where is this money going to go, Paul? This money is going to the frontline staff at the NHS in Chichester and Worthing Hospitals. Paul Cheeseman and his fabulous charity endeavour there. Now, during lockdown, many events and celebrations have been put on the back burner, but with the 75th anniversary of victory in Europe on May the 8th, Mike Northeast wants us to take time to celebrate our freedom from the horrors of war and show our appreciation for the men and women who helped make that freedom possible 75 years ago. Fundamentally, what it's all about is the dad turning around and saying to me that he was as scared today as he was when he landed on the beach on D-Day. That really hit a nerve with me. Then the fact that he's in isolation, he lives on his own, he's bored, he doesn't know what to do. And also, there's a lot of us like that. We're living in our homes and there's many families with children and everything. And I just thought, we can't let this go unrecognised. We can't let it go unnoticed. And now there's a recognised way that we sort of show our appreciation towards people. And I mean the NHS and their key workers that we got now. And rightly so, I'm out with everybody else clapping on a Thursday. But back in 1945, there were some other heroes in our life, and those heroes are guys and women that have given us a good 75 years of freedom in Europe. With it being such a big anniversary as well, the 75th, it's the chance for these remaining comrades to get together, just to remember what they went through, what they fought for, who they lost, and what it's meant for the rest of us. And sadly, with COVID-19 as it is, it's a wonderful idea to, to clap on the doorstep, absolutely. But so sad for these, these gentlemen and ladies who sadly won't be able to meet up on this day. I've had the privilege of um, being at a couple of big celebrations and one was notably last year was the 75th anniversary of D-Day. Just you go there and you sit amongst them and it's like this massive history lesson. They're coming out with stories and they're telling you things about what went on. Some are a stomach churning, but there's others where there was a lot of humour that they brought into it, which they had to to survive. But all these stories are going to be lost with them and we're never ever going to have that opportunity to hear them again. As you quite rightly pointed out, they're running out of years themselves. And now we're down to a few thousands of veterans that are still alive that can tell these stories and they're going to miss 
set on a major, major get-together, and I know they'll all be deeply disappointed, but they all realise that what we're doing is absolutely right to try and combat this modern-day enemy of COVID-19. Absolutely, and what I love about what you're doing is this Facebook page, Clap for VE75. It's basically trying to encourage a national online celebration from our living rooms, isn't it? It is, because looking back in the history books in 1945, we were all out in the streets having street parties. What this page is also going to try and do is to encourage people to have virtual street parties, get a group together remembering the heroes of 1945. Also involve all the family in this. Involve the kids that you can research recipes and use the rationing of those days to try and put on a tea party today. Listen to some of the music. And also it's teaching the kids about things that went on back in the war. And we could do it in a fun way to involve children. The, the making of the bunting and flags, throwing pictures, decorating the house, you know, in a 1940s style and maybe getting in touch with a local veteran. Yeah, trying to find out in their own area. But if there is a, if there is a local veteran, they could be in isolation themselves and actually having to celebrate this anniversary on their own. Don't let them do that. Try and get in touch with them, even if it's a telephone call. Let's put pictures up in our windows of Union Jacks and things like that. And just remembering and thanking them for the freedom that we're experiencing at the moment of living in this modern world, but trying to fight a new modern enemy. 75 years of freedom, thanks to our veterans. Again, please go to the Facebook page, clap with the number 4, VE75. Lots of people are utilising their spare time to help others, and one such person is local celebrity Tommy Boyd. He took time out to tell our Crouchy what he was going to get up to. A lot of charities are going to lose out because the marathon, it, it provides an enormous financial support, justified, so that's not going to happen. So they've come up with the idea of people getting themselves sponsored to do something to do with the number 26. Right. Doing it for Snowdrop. OK, so tell me a little about the Snowdrop and then we'll talk about your challenge. Snowdrop's a fantastic trust which provides nurses and emotional and financial help where it's necessary to families with very unwell children, seriously ill, in some cases terminally ill. And they're continuing to do that in these difficult times. Snowdrop's community nurses, in fact all the community nurses working with local children down here are continuing to provide all the support that's necessary, which is absolutely fantastic. And it's why they are among the many heroes that we applaud on a Thursday night. Absolutely, they're doing a fantastic job. So you've decided to raise some money by doing something I think rather unusual. <laughs> I don't know how it came about. <laughs> I've been watching far too much television over the last month, as so many people have. Yeah. One of the things I can't get enough of is um, Friends, the uh, American sitcom. Yep. And one of my favourite bits is where Joey puts on all of Chandler's clothes. I remember seeing him coming through the door wearing 20 or 30 shirts, pullovers, jackets and all the rest of it, thinking to myself, I wonder if that's possible. So I decided to try to put on 26 items of clothing in 2.6 minutes. Right, OK. That's 26, 2.6. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you been practising this at all, or...? I have. Um, there are two difficulties involved. One is getting beyond about 20 items of clothing. So I'm going through all of my wardrobe, and I'm going to start with the clothes that I wore five or six years ago when I was a stone lighter. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, That's a good and plan, then, though. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I know. I've given it some thought. Not exactly military planning, <laughs> but I have given it some thought. And then I'm going on to the kind of clothes that I might wear if this lockdown goes on much longer, because we're having three breakfasts in our yeah. house, and then brunch, and then lunch, and then afternoon tea, and then we're and then we're planning the evening meal and coming down at 
three in the morning for a sandwich. So, so I don't know if, it, if everybody else is piling on the pounds. Yeah, so loose fitting then, really, is what we're saying after yeah. that. Then, yeah. How much are you hoping to raise, Tommy? As much as possible, obviously. Uh, it, it's, short, it's short notice. If people want to donate, they can go to the Facebook page for Snowdrop. Uh, and I think they're also starting one of those uh, donation pages yeah. on those sites, you know. Just giving um, sites, something like giving, that. That's the yeah. one. That's the very one. Yeah, well done, Ian. There, there'll be a few ways that people can yeah. uh, put up a fiver or a tenner or whatever they want. You've been listening to Spirit FM's Positive Cast, a podcast celebrating the good things that have been happening across West Sussex. So we can remember that during these difficult days, there are remarkable things happening and remarkable stories developing here in the heart of our community. Please join us again next time and enjoy the positive perspective from Spirit FM.